Hey, gang, Ross Brand, along with Professor Nez. It is episode seven of Ross and Nez. Thanks so much for joining us. A lot of stuff to get to today. Uh, Instagram's got a big, huge update with highlights, actually something that's gotten me almost excited about stories. Nez, this is kind of crazy, but we'll get to that in (laughs) in a few minutes. And also uh, we're going to talk about why some platforms succeed and others fail, particularly when it comes to live streaming platforms and apps. As you probably have heard, Fire Talk is no more. Uh, and also Leland Best is going to join us. He's got a new book out on live streaming, and he's going to share his insights both from a, a technical standpoint and from community uh, customer relationship standpoint, what makes uh, different platforms fail or succeed uh but before we get to all that nez can you imagine me shoveling snow yes i can as a matter of fact <laughs> that, was, that, that was, was my saturday <laughs> i actually thought that was your full-time job it is uh, I, but... I go from house to house <laughs> ringing bells hey you need a shovel <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i got something you can shovel in my front why, yard why, anyway. why hire the guy with the plow i can just drag the snow <laughs> yeah exactly you could use a little backbreaking work for crying out loud you've been sitting down way too long yeah. but here's the thing here's the hey guys before we i'm really excited about the show share this out yes Plus, is it just me doesn't it seem like it you know if if you're in this space if you're in the online world things are changing i'm super excited about this show because things are just changing at rapid hyperbolic speed ludicrous speed and staying tuned in with all this stuff and I got to apologize because I, I, when you have kids, Ross, you don't have kids. Thank God. Anyway, <laughs> but you don't, I mean, when you have kids, <laughs> first, let me apologize to the human race. I am sorry. I haven't yet. No, believe me, believe me, but there's, there's, there's still gonna, time and there's still yes. hope. So uh... we're going to, we're going to put a plaque to that recognition, you know, in, in Washington. That'll, um, be, a, that'll be on my tombstone. At least he talk about, you should get the Nobel peace prize for that contribution to society. <laughs> <laughs> he went I mean, live so much. He didn't have time to reproduce. Thank no, you. No, no, no. Thank you. Thank you for the gene pool has been saved. Um, you know, uh, here's the thing. Yes, yes. When you have kids, you uh, this is why I'm Paul. You, you I, I have a little bit of a cough, so if I sound kind of raspy, or I actually think it makes me sound a little sexy, but I know thinking about Nez and sexy in the same sentence is not what you want to do. Hey, you know, we're trying to grow a new audience, Ross. Yeah. Why do you look sick, Ross? Why do you look sick right I'm now? I'm disgusted. First of all, you sound like you always do. I, I can't oh. tell any difference. Do I really? Okay, cool. I thought I sounded a little raspier. I appreciate that. I might be coughing a little bit. I'm just getting over something. But, you know, as the diligent consummate pro, I'm always <laughs> plowing, no pun intended, forward. Yes. We'll bring it all pun, together. That pun was intended, actually. <laughs> uh, but But when you have kids, all the parents who are watching know this. When you have kids, you pretty much get every cold virus on the planet. Because mm-hmm. they're always touching things and they're always putting their hands. Here's my thing as a professor. I've been so good. Knock on wood. I'll knock on my head here. Knock on wood. I've been so good about not getting sick. <laughs> because I, This is really cool. This is kind of Larry David-esque. You'll like this, Ross. I'm I sure. literally, I'm so consciously, not that you're a big Larry David fan, but I don't know. Uh, but, but consciously, I actually make sure that I don't touch doorknobs. I don't touch my face when I'm teaching because, you know, these universities and schools are hotbeds for all the all the latest diseases. And how do you get into the how do you get into the classroom? 
I do. You know what I do? You're going to laugh at this. You, you take I, a paper towel from the bathroom Kim and you go. Doyle. Keep... Kim Doyle's in the house. Good to see you guys, <laughs> Carlos. You know what I do? I do the wrap the shirt around the hand. Ah. And then I, I turn the doorknob. I do that vibe. And then the shirt or, goes back. Then the shirt goes back against the body, and you get the germs that the way. The shirt goes back again. Well, I didn't think that far. <laughs> I didn't say it was a foolproof plan. <laughs> Obviously, I'm sick. <laughs> then you touch the shirt. Then you eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, usually you don't eat with your shirt, Ross. But thanks. no, but you you do touch your shirt with the same hands that you eat with. No, there's a certain part of the shirt. It's like the it's like the collar part. You don't t- never mind. You you open the door with your collar? Yeah, I open the door. <laughs> I can't even I imagine how you could do that. Look at Zef. Zef does that too. Thank you, Zef. Share this out, guys. You're gonna love this show. Please. Sharing is caring. <laughs> no, Ross, you, I take my entire shirt off. So I'm pretty much a bareback gorilla. And <laughs> And, you open and so, it with your back hairs. Yeah, I've got more back hair than you do have have on your lawn right now. Anyway, that's another that's another topic. But but here's uh, the thing: is, this, this is really going off the rails. This has gone nowhere fast. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, is I've got a little bit of a raspy voice, and I want to apologize to the viewers, not necessarily to you, Ross, but no, I want to apologize I, to the viewers. <laughs> Haven't I suffered enough? I have a bottle of Purell. You know, Purell, if you want to sponsor us, we're welcoming that. I have a bottle of Purell (laughs) in my car. It's like, it's one of those two-gallon Purells. Trust me, I'm all over it. Because I can't afford to be sick. I can't afford to be sick. Keeping live streamers clean for centuries. (laughs) It's Purell. (laughs) Find find out the latest (laughs) discounts at rossandnis.com slash Purell. By the way, did you hear back from IHOP yet, Russ? I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna just gonna run with it and pretend that they uh, sponsored your syrupy uh, your syrupy segment that's gonna come up later. Yeah, thank you. I think we should do round two of that, even though nobody really enjoyed round one. No, no, <laughs> least of all us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it snowed this weekend. Nez opens doors with his collar of his shirt and. <laughs> <laughs> believe it or not, I got out of my chair to shovel. I can't I put believe a chair that. outside and I, I just rolled down. <laughs> you know what it is? Here's the cool thing about live streaming too, Ross. You know what it is over here in Southern Cali? It's 83 degrees out here. Oh yeah, that's that's. I mean, great. we got fires everywhere. By the way, thoughts and prayers. I mean, oh, the yeah. fire having a fire season in December is just pure capital I insanity. Dan Courier. The YouTube man. Dan, hey, good Dan. to see you. Dan has a great YouTube channel, does a lot of tips and strategies. Good job, Dan. Good to see you. Uh, and speaking but, of YouTube, you can find us at rossandnez.com slash YouTube. God, I love you. Great segue. <laughs> great segue. I didn't set him up for that, but he's the man's a genius, folks. Don't you just love it? <laughs> wow. That's that's your nice quotient for today. That's it. Okay, I'm done. I'm pretty much done. Keep that up. We're not getting any ratings. Yeah, I've fulfilled my quotient. <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting that you're on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. And, you know, I know we're going to talk about fire talk here in a second. You know, this is the power of live streaming, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. being able to connect and span time and location is completely bridged in a fraction of a second. It's just to me, the fact that picturing you snowing, picture, picturing you shoveling I snow. <laughs> I control the weather, people. If it snows, I did it. I'm not molting, you're snowing. <laughs> the, the fires, though, are not my fault. 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, exactly. I, but this, I haven't discovered show, fire yet. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's now in Santa Barbara. It's uh, thoughts and God. prayers. I mean, it's it's, it's insane. Awful. It's eighty three degrees in December. That's mm. never happened before. I mean, that's insane. Wow. So anyway, is it, is it anywhere near your area or no? Yeah, we had. I mean, not not. Thank God, you know, we were very lucky. We avoided, you know, a lot of the. Um, uh, uh, we have avoided a lot of the uh, uh, serious stuff, but it was pretty close to us. Uh, you know, our neighborhood wasn't affected, thank God. But, but yeah, definitely thoughts and prayers go go out. Kim, Kim, <laughs> Kim, you want to see my cough medicine? <laughs> I've got a full stash right here. <laughs> yeah, wait, maybe maybe way too much. Robitussin, if you want to sponsor us, no. <laughs> <laughs> you ever you ever hear the Chris Rock routine that like his dad's answer to everything was Robitussin? <laughs> oh yeah, put Robitussin on your knee. Yeah, somebody gotta, somebody you, doesn't talk nice to you. Ah, take a little Robitussin, you'll be fine. <laughs> Did you get shot in the left foot? Put some Robitussin on it. I love that. That's a classic. I love it. Uh, so, have you tried these Instagram story highlight archive things that uh, came out over the weekend? You know, I really want to hear from the the people in the in the in the chat because I personally have not dived too deep into it. I know it exists. This is a big big thing. It's a huge change. Boy, look at how these platforms are really trying to really induce more engagement from their creators, from their user base. I think this is a perfect way because what what is the main objective of this feature, would you say, Ross? Um, I just think it's it's to give, you know, when you have a good story and, and people are interested, it gives it a new life. Right. So you right. put it into your highlight. Your highlights go on your profile and you can make different albums out of the highlights. Right. Um, I, I don't know what they're whether they call them albums or not, but you make different different little groupings. Right. And you can even it's almost sort of like Pinterest in that you can pick the cover photo and you can yeah. position the cover photo. Um, so like when I created an album on, on my personal account for Ross and Nez, and then I could position you right out of it and <laughs> thank you. Just open it up. <laughs> no, I love uh, how you took, I love how you took the, uh, the, this beautiful new I feature found the, the, and you the somehow genius. found a way to just, uh, you know, abominate, you know, uh, yeah. Professor Nez. Thanks a lot. <laughs> So that, that. so that was one of the things I liked about it. Hey, um, Ross, hey, Ross, with, with friends thought, like you, yeah. with friends like you, who needs enemies? Yeah. <laughs> well, I figured it, it was enough of you on one time cycling through the second time in the highlight. It just now. Yeah. So um, actually, I made several different different albums out of it. It's sort of I mean, I'm the last person to any of the stories updates. Right. Like I I didn't like Snapchat. Never, never really used it. Got on it for a month or two and then just left it instagram stories you know they're all right i'll watch some stories from friends and stuff but not big on creating stories except if i'm at an event or some type of all day thing where right. it's like i can share little pieces of it along the day um but this is different and and i see this as being something that you know companies people building their personal brand uh you know trying to get ahead in their career any different way you want to market yourself or your business or whatever there's a use for this um, because when someone comes to your profile, obviously they can watch your stories if you have them, but that's only what's happened in the last 24 hours. This is a way to give people like a little highlight reel of who you are, what you do. So for instance, 
on the Ross and Nez account, we could put how you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. And one way is you go to rossandnez.com slash iTunes and you subscribe. And we would love it if you left us a review as well. <laughs> but what, what we're really saying is that a company can use it to onboard people to, you know, new new customers to uh, onboard them for a new product. They yeah. can they can talk about their latest, you know, their latest sale. Here's our latest four sale items or whatever. And you can click. I, I just see any number of uses of it. Uh, a, a student job searching could have a couple of, of, of story images of, of highlights from their resume or from, you know, samples of their work or whatever. A speaker could have some 10 second clips of themselves speaking uh, that they put into their highlights, they, into their stories, save it. And then, I mean, I'm just thinking there's unlimited use for this, and it's very different from how people have thought about stories up until now. And and here's the thing, like, you know, Kim Doyle and Dan, we have a couple people in the chat saying that they haven't really got into stories yet and testing it. We did a, you know, podcast, an entire episode with, you know, Roberto on on YouTube Reels, which is their version of stories. You know, Facebook has 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 upped their game with stories. You know, I mean, this is stories are here to stay and stories, the engagement. I know there's analytics on this. I don't know the approximate or exact figure, but I know the analytics on Instagram stories is that more and more people are paying attention to stories than actual news feed uh, content, mm. which is really interesting. So I think that Instagram recognizing this created this brand new feature. And I love what you just said there, Ross. I mean, it's it's amazing communicating who you are, your value, your purpose, your business, your value proposition to a, a whole new audience. And Instagram's growing like crazy. A lot of people are talking about Snapchat is dead. I don't necessarily agree with that. I know you're allergic to it, even though I tried to give you some Snapchat Benadryl. That Snap, didn't work. Snapchat's been dead to me for over a year and a half. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it never really lived for you. Um, Frankly, Firetalk's basically been dead for almost a year and a half, but it just yeah, officially, yeah. but we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we just officially had the uh, the funeral. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, 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 but stories, you know, it, it, think of all these companies, you know, and I, I just, I can't, I think being a LinkedIn coach and consultant. I'm, I'm really curious to see how LinkedIn's going to react to this. You know, one of my predictions on, on Ross's amazing blog was that I think LinkedIn will go live in 2018, but stories are here to stay. This is a great snippet, short form execution platform that you can implement for your strategy that I think is just another great way to get that kind of awareness for who you are, what your business is, what your brand is. Even if it's just you as an individual, you right. know, being a creator, and and I think it's it's you know it's just another format that people can communicate in, right? So exactly. if you're, you know, not everybody's good at live streaming. Not everybody likes to create seven minute YouTube tutorials. Not everybody's right. a blogger, whatever. For some people, their strength is telling stories and photos and snippets uh, over the course of a a day or whatever, and and they can do great stuff with that. Um, they really can. And um, I think the highlights, I'm curious what people think. What did we miss? Like what other uses could you see for, for the highlights? Uh, I'm yeah. trying to think of other things, but I, I just think that if we were to like sit down and talk about it, you know, after the show, what we could probably come up with like 10 or 15 things you could make highlights out of. You know what, uh, Ross? Be an I introduction just... to yourself or your business or yeah. your product or service or 
just something you like to do. I mean, it doesn't have to be with any sort of monetization in sight. If you're, if you're passionate about playing chess, you could have pictures of, you know, chess pieces or chess moves or all right, that was maybe not the more the Jenga, most more exciting. Jenga than chess. Yeah, yeah probably <laughs> Jenga would be the one. Uh, you know, whatever so, it is, right? So yeah, so so Kim's asking, can you explain highlights again? And I'm going to pin that, but really quickly, just yeah, to I didn't do of, that good a job the first time around. Yeah, or the second again. time, or the second time. Anyway, uh, there was no second time, but thank but, you. Well, okay. well. With you. <laughs> I'm so, glad you can see the future. Let, let's try this again. Is, this is, yeah, the third or fourth time is not going to be any better. All right. So, all right. so no, but this further confirms, this just further right. supplants the idea that video, 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 which we love live streaming video. It's another branch of video that has different qualities and immersion. It's all about video. I had a client very recently. I'm not even kidding you. He, he said this beautiful statement. He said, yo, Nez, you know, uh, there's a lot of different career coaches and LinkedIn consultants out there. The reason I picked you, it didn't have anything to do with your credentials. It had nothing to do with your experience, had nothing to do with your years in this game. It had to do with your video, your video personalized everything. So mm -hmm. talk about another facet that you can add into humanizing who you are, your business, your brand. <clears throat> That's what stories does. Excuse me. But you want to try and explain this for Kim again? I'll do it. I'll do it again. Uh, Better this time, I promise. Yes. Well, no, this is the revision. Really. Here's here comes the revision. Okay, <laughs> so you put you put your stories are are little little snippets in time, right? It's a ten second video, it's a photo, and they go into your stories and they stay there for twenty four hours. Now you can archive your stories and make highlight albums that go on your profile. So it, it's like kind of like further edit. It's like editing, being able to edit a video, right? You're editing your stories. So it's sort of like creating Pinterest albums out of your that's stories. Really cool. yeah. I, I think that's maybe one way to think about it. Um, but now you can archive your stories. You don't have to save them to your camera roll. You can archive them within your Instagram uh, account, and then you can choose which ones to add to different highlight albums if you want. You know, um, Yeah, I mean, Dan says I use stories as a look into my normal life as opposed to marketing my brand. Right. So um, there may be an aspect of uh, your normal life, and I'm not sure what that is because neither Nez or I have normal lives. Yeah, what's uh, that look like? Hey, Dan, what's a normal life to find that? <laughs> Carlos says something really good. Carlos says it's like a quick trailer to your IG, which is true. Exactly, like exactly. So it, it's a great way to introduce yourself. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah Kim, they do show up on your, on your Instagram Yep. Uh, on your Instagram profile. And that's where you would watch it. You'd go to somebody's profile and, and you know, instead of just scrolling through their, their bio and, and, you know, their feed, you can actually get to know them in this way as well. And as Kevin Black says, it, it sounds like how Facebook does those memories. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like I'll, that. I want to also add what Dan says. I use the stories as a look into my normal life as opposed to marketing my brand. I think that in order to be successful in the online world, like DJ Khaled is a really good example of this. You need to bridge those two. There needs to be a beautiful, you know, correlation between normal life and business because the, the idea of marketing as a business, quote unquote, right. I don't think that's as appealing to people in social media anymore. We know that social mm -hmm. media is the predominant form of communication, uh, you know, pretty much today. Okay. On the internet. Right. 
And so, and so in order to get that, you know, awareness, in order to get those sales, conversions, leads, what have you, marketing yourself as a normal human being, <laughs> being the brand. It's like what Jay-Z says, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business man, right? So it's, it's like finding that bridge, I think stories, and I think this new highlight feature is a beautiful way of really constructing that infrastructure. Hmm. Did I say like, something? Did I say something uh, newsworthy or or or? or I don't or, know. I stopped listening incredible. about a minute and a half in. So. <laughs> you know, for a second, I got a little tingle that Ross was actually impressed with something Nez said. I, I was, and then and then it was enough already. Well, that was fast. <laughs> that didn't last long. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's bring up uh, Leland Best and uh, find out what he thinks uh, real quick. If he's into using stories at all before we move on to platforms and live streaming. Do you use Instagram stories at all? And do you care at all if you could save those stories and post them on uh, your Instagram profile and sort of like Pinterest style highlight albums? Well, I got to admit, Ross, I want to first thank you for letting me come on the show with you and Professor Nez today. It's a pleasure to be here for one. Good to see you, um, Leland. Thanks, Leland. I have, I've never been one of those for the diminishing content. I just haven't. Um, I think it's one of those things that I like my stuff to be there when I want to go back to it later. And I know you can save these things. I know you can put movie reels together with all the content you piece together over time. But I'm like you, Ross. I've, when Snapchat came out, I opened an account. I played with it. I swiped left. I swiped left. I swiped right. I swiped up. I swiped down. I said, okay, that's question. I set it down. And I was finished. That was <laughs> so not I the most intuitive platform on the planet. No, no, not really. <laughs> so uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, Leland actually has a new book out and uh, we'll, we'll talk to him about that in a couple minutes. He's also doing uh, community management for uh, Vidpresso, which is a live streaming platform. Uh, so Leland's got a lot going on that we want to talk to him about. But first, uh, let's take a moment, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> raise your glasses to uh, Fire Talk. It was a beautiful platform. It had tons of potential. They screwed it up. Yeah, that's a, that's a great. <laughs> they that's also a great ran into uh, technical cost issues, whatever. Um, well, what makes these platforms succeed or fail, Leland? And one of the things that I, I find interesting about your book is you don't just get into what what platform to use based on the content you want to do, but you get into the behind the scenes of the technology that runs these platforms and the bandwidth involved and all these things that we don't think about when we press a button and go live as they say. Just in case, just in case, I think it would be best, Leland, you could I would love for you to take the mantle on this. Explain what Fire Talk, because I think some of our viewers might not know. I know, I know Huzzah, and I know, and I know Crowdcast, and these other platforms, and and Meerkat. But Fire Talk was kind of off my radar. Do you mind Leland going into that a little bit and no, just R.I.P. Carlos? <laughs> I can handle that. That's not an issue, Professor. And what I'd like to start Thank you. with really is that the fact that those three that you just mentioned, Crowdcast, Huzzah, and Fire Talk, along with Blab as well. Right. all ran on the same basic platform structure, which is what you see behind me, which is known as TalkBox, T-O-K-B-O-X.com. Now, the problem with that whole infrastructure is that TalkBox charges enormous amounts of money per minute for not only the people who are live, but for every minute that's recorded and for each individual that's on the screen at once. 
So the problem that started with Blab has kind of proceeded on through Huzza and FireTalk for the fact that it's such a costly platform to keep maintained. And if you don't have users paying a monthly fee, then sooner or later you're in the red and there's not much you can do about it. I think that's what failed Blab. Huzza was bought out by Fire, uh, I'm sorry, by uh, uh, Kickstarter. Kickstarter, so yeah. There wasn't a big issue there. I think Kickstarter probably has enough money to keep that thing rolling. Um, but when it comes to private corporations trying to take over, it's a little difficult. And if any of you out there don't really know where FireTalk came from, it was originally uh, a VoIP platform that was just used for uh, PC communications. That's Leland, can you boost your audio at all? Uh, oh, your your so volume good. level's a little low. Yeah, I apologize for that. Let me see what I look, got. Look at this guy's setup. It's, I mean, yeah. I, I, it looks amazing. It looks great. Okay, is that better? That's probably a little, that's a little a little too hot. a little too high. Okay, how's that? Is that's that good. Much better? Okay, sorry that's, about that. I didn't test my connection before it came out here. You're today. fine. So when FireTalk originated, it was a VoIP or voice over internet protocol process. It was just conversations on the phone. If you've ever seen PalTalk, very similar in nature originally. It was just a microphone setup. Then they went video. And PalTalk bought FireTalk out in about 2015. They originated in 1997. They've been around for mm -hmm. years. But when PalTalk bought them out, they went video. And that was their always-on platform. Now, what happened in April of 2016 was a company by the name of Snap Interactive Incorporated, which you can find over at snap-interactive.com. No relation to the, Snapchat. Not at all related to Snapchat in any way, shape, or form. They came in and made an announcement to propose a merger with PalTalk. And when they did that, that's when the entire tiered payment system came out. Now, we were using it for free all that time before that. And then all of a sudden, they wanted to charge in four different tiers, starting with a 10-minute up to like 15 hours a month, whatever it was. And the enterprise level was given to some of us who came on as early adopters from Blab. We went to FireTalk and started using FireTalk. Ross, uh, we had other guys out there, several of them. The biz chicks mm -hmm. were out there. Uh, Brian Fanzo was out there. A lot of people were there. The, the Young right. Turks have been broadcasting on FireTalk for a long time. So... When that happened, it was kind of sudden. I was in really close contact with Caitlin and Sai uh, over there at FireTalk behind the scenes. So I was onboarding all the people that left Blab to come to FireTalk. I felt kind of bad in the end because I was the guy that brought a lot of people over. And then all of a sudden they got bought out and everybody shut down and they just said, enough. Well, I had a great experience using the platform during oh, the it. three or four months that I used it. Um, I thought, you know. Visually, it was far more attractive than Blab. It was very intuitive. It made yes. it easy to run a show. I would do interviews on it even if I wasn't doing a show. It was a great place for recording interviews. In general, the recordings were decent. They had some of the WebRTC issues any of these platforms right. tend to have. But um, there was a lot that I liked about it. The, the homepage was very clean and professional looking. There was potential for discovery. Um you had a channel that was always on, so if you wanted to think about your content having a second life, um, it could do that there. You could do playlists from YouTube. You could uh, you could just pick one video. Like when I was doing daily updates, I would just have that looping, and so oh, anybody yeah. who came to my channel could find out what was going on on live streaming that day. Uh, plus, you get some YouTube views out of it, so that's nice. 
as, yeah. as well. So there was a lot to like about the platform. It was easy to use and everything else. Once they went to the tiers, the rollout of it, like I wouldn't have minded paying for it at all. But the rollout of it is no, they gave people no advance notice. So uh, if you had a show scheduled that day, you would log in and you would find out that, oh, you only have it for 10 minutes. Mm. And if you wanted to buy one of those paid tiers, they weren't available yet. So that didn't really make any sense. So between the time that they froze people's access and rolled out the paid tiers, everybody went to Facebook Live. And once they were doing Facebook Live through some other app, whether it was Hoza or whether, you know, I forget, there were a couple others that maybe were going Blue Jeans. Yeah, Blue Jeans and, and whatever. Once you got to Facebook Live and you saw the, the possible growth of your, your, your audience on Facebook Live, you never were going to come back to a, to a platform that, you know, you were, you were talking to 20 people. Now, those 20 people did stay the whole show, unlike Facebook Live, where you get hundreds of views and they all stay 10 seconds, except for, of course, our beloved audience who's been with us uh, since the beginning. Not our peeps. <laughs> no, right. no, but um, my point in all this is that um, they how do you how do you take something away, but don't provide people the opportunity to buy it back? Right. You took away people's access and didn't give them the ability to buy the plan at that time. So obviously they were insulted and they couldn't still do their show. I mean, I, I most people would have said, ah, crats. Okay. I'll pay $20 and I'll do my show today. That wasn't available. Now they, like you said, they, they offered me, you know, complete use of it for free, I think for a month or more. Um, but I just, you know, you know, a lot of our friends were using it and got cut off and I, I just couldn't, Ask them to come watch a show. Yeah, like Nez probably didn't get the free plan. And like, who the heck is he? We don't even care if he's on. <laughs> who no, cares about Nez? Like, you couldn't. You couldn't ask people who've just been insulted by a platform to come back and watch your show there. So I, I didn't accept it. I took off, and I, I mean, but I have nothing but good memories of the shows that I did there. I thought it was a, it was a wonderful platform for what it was. It was such a, it was such an upgrade over over blab but to get to the point of why these platforms fail leland it's because those that are running on Talkbox can't afford the bandwidth to make that work right that's part of it but i think you touched on one of the biggest issues and that was another thing that happened to blab and it was part of its biggest downfall was listening to its community and i think right. what happened here is we as professional broadcasters who came to fire talk and said look blab is shutting down I can bring you all the broadcasters you want. Be prepared to onboard. Just let them know what they have available, you know, what it's going to cost, how they're going to access the system, what they want as features. We told them everything these people were going to want. And they listened for the most part. They really did. They were the first to say, I went to FireTalk and said, look, we need four screens. Right. And they didn't right. have them when we went there originally, but they did bring them in because they had the same platform but what ended up happening and it's happening as well on other platforms too like go live with and some others that i won't mention that are already gone but it, right. it comes to the fact that the people who are broadcasting know what they want they know what they want to use they know the features they want to have they know how much they want to spend and they know where they want to broadcast so if you own a system or a platform and you want people to come use it you best listen to what they have to say and what they need yeah and when they didn't do that over at fire talk they basically just closed their ears completely 
and said, you know what, we don't care what they say. We're just going to charge them this much money and we're going to let them use it like this. And this is what we're going to expect. And look what happened. Right, out. right. And so that's why I, I think Vidpresso, um, where you're at, and they've made, a, a, in my opinion, a great decision by hiring you to be their community manager because you understand right. all this and you've been through and seen the mistakes made by other platforms and what other communities have done well. Um, I think Live is doing it right in building community right. with a group that's active, hiring community manager, creating their own shows, which serve as kind of examples of what we can do with the platform and as a way of engaging the, the community. Um, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I, you, you, you said it all. You, my question would have been, what can they, but that's exactly what they need to do, right? It's exactly yeah. what they need to do is find out what the people who they're going to be selling to actually want and can pay. <laughs> this is indicative also of even the big platforms. I mean, you know, some of the all-star creators, even on YouTube, you know, have been complaining about this, that the administration uh, or the higher ups haven't been paying as much attention to the creators or listening to the creators. How do you have a platform if you don't have the people who are perpetuating that and creating the user generated content needed to grow? Uh, Leland, I think you say it best, and I think this is something universal, isn't it, for every business? I mean, you see Facebook starting to listen more, uh, Snapchat starting to listen more, Instagram's obviously been listening for a while. They're growing exponentially. Um, this is another reason that you need to pay attention. Oh, yeah. And we have to remember, live streaming, a lot of people want to feel like it's new because it has a new flavor to it now. Right. It's been around right. since like 1995 was the first <laughs> ever broadcast live uh, band. It was a garage band, actually, that did the original broadcast. And it's in my book, but it's a link I can leave in the broadcast after we're done here that some if anyone wants to go check it out. They used over half the entire bandwidth of the Internet when they did it. Wow. And now we don't have that problem, of course. Right. Uh, but we have to remember those that came before us and they all put us in the position we're in now, which is to now it's public. Now it's open to everybody. Everyone has access to it. It's almost one button access. And like you guys said this morning, I'm the tech guy. I write manuals and guides on how to get into the technical stuff. <laughs> you guys just want to go do your thing. You want to go out there and push some buttons, go yeah. on your camera and your mic and be done with it. Exactly. And we're at. And that's what that should do. be on your website, Leland, right there. That slogan. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Yeah, as Carlos Phoenix says, I guess it's live streaming with real-time interaction that's fairly new. Uh, yes. Would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. And yes. It took bandwidth issues to clear right. before that. Right, right. And uh, you see the uh, long link on the screen. That is for Leland's uh, book, which is a great resource. And uh, we have that in the comments. Uh, there's an image of it. You can just click that image and check out. Uh, check out the book and you can order it from his Good website. Stuff, it's a, it's a great resource. Um, what else can people, I know I, I went right to the, the tacky stuff, but what else can people oh. learn uh, from taking a look at your book? Well, one thing I started with was the know-how on how to build a home studio. So it goes through memory, uh, cameras, equipment, all the hardware you need to build your own studio right up front. And then I'm talking simple, minor stuff for your everyday broadcaster, mm -hmm. your everyday Joe that wants to broadcast. Then I highlight the top seven live streaming applications, the top seven live streaming websites. And then I go in on how to do your own live stream and nice. ways you can syndicate your live streams and how you can work 
better at your live streams, things like that. So the book cool. is a guide. It's not an all-inclusive how-to. It's just simply right. a way to help lead people into the process and, and help them understand it better. Uh, you can also find that, just to make it simple, if you go to bestliveguide.com, it'll take you to that same link that you put in there, Ross. Oh, okay. There. Uh, one other thing, if you guys want to find all the equipment I recommend, I just got my influencer status over at Amazon. So you can head over there to uh, amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Leland Best. And you can find all the equipment along with my book there on Amazon if you want a hard copy like this. And I'm willing to give away a free copy of the PDF here today, Ross, if you want to hand one out to your viewers today. I'd be sure. more than happy to like do a random draw or something. How many people are present on the show right now? Can you tell? Uh, we, I think we have 10 live viewers right now. I, um... I see 11 on mobile. There you go. Okay. My, that might be me too, though. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> it might be I you. Do, I do enjoy watching my own broadcast in case you wonder. I know that sounds a little creepy, but I do. <laughs> well, well, let's do this. If anyone wants or is interested in a copy of this on PDF, which is exactly like what I'm holding here in my hands, only it's a little thinner. Uh, as, as type it, me in the comments. Type capital M-E in the comments. There you go. And we'll yeah. go through and I'll figure out how many are there. And then I'll do a random draw online. And then I'll let the person know I'll inform them. <laughs> awesome. So, Carlos Phoenix says there's me, 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 and me. <laughs> Leland, you're, Leland, I think you're you still fantastic. only get one drawing. But yeah, Leland is, is great. Nice to meet you, Leland. Um, before we let you go, tell us uh, what's coming up with Vidpresso, what we can expect to see uh, from the platform. Well, we're pretty excited. Uh, we have recently integrated comments as we, as you guys are doing on Facebook, on YouTube. So we uh -oh. now have the ability to go out on YouTube, do a broadcast live through Vidpresso. We have plenty of graphic overlays, That's lower third, all that stuff is included in the package with graphics that you can overlay onto the show, intro graphics. One thing we can't do yet is movies. So we are working on movie inlets, you know, dropping those into the scene. Mm -hmm. We also just brought out onto uh oh i can't think of the name of that site now. uh the one where everybody goes to for the new stuff um we're going to be doing a home shopping network of, of vidpresso where you can create oh. your own, very own personal home shopping network through the system and that's sell really whatever cool. products you want so it'll be kind of neat mm. pretty exciting. We, need to, exciting we need to talk leland we need to have a long talk this is fantastic <laughs> Thanks so much, Leland. It's great talking to you. It's bestliveguide.com. You can check out Leland's new book. Thanks, Leland. Pleasure being here, guys. Take care and have a great afternoon. Thanks, my friend. Wow, that's really cool. That's awesome. I you mean, know, he's got adding, so much adding, good stuff going on, too, between the book, right. doing community management for Vidpresso, and, of course, he's on top of all the latest changes with platforms and technology and, and, and everything else. Yeah, I mean, that's something to me, that's a huge game changer right there, because that's the one thing with YouTube going live with a third party software, because mm -hmm. everybody, you know, if you don't know this going live on YouTube, pretty much if you don't go live on mobile, and you don't have and you're going live straight from the platform. It's a little bit of a lot of work. You know, you got to go right. back and forth, check out the comments. You almost need a producer or somebody an engineer to help you out there because it's really, really difficult. So, wow, smart call. Good call on Vidpresso to tackle that white space. Yeah. 
Jeff Adams is here. Welcome, Jeff Adams, community manager for uh, Be Live TV, chief happiness officer, and Melissa, Ms. Meliz. Ms. Meliz is here. We uh, we Capos. saw Ms. Meliz at uh, Vid Summit. Kim Doyle, of course, still with us. Great to see you, Dennis Litley. Great to see Chef Dennis William Slace Jr. William, good to see you. Share this out, guys. Sharing is caring. We would really appreciate it. And uh, Nazim, we forgot to say hello, Nazim. Alfredo's here too. Uh, yep. Both Carlos Cepeda and Carlos Phoenix. And uh, Nazim says he wants to show folks Italy. And uh, some folks, I, I assume you mean by video, because if you want to give me a tour, I'm I'm going to look to book a vacation. No, he's going to go streaking in the streets. Of course he means video, Ross, for crying out loud. And he's saying 5G <laughs> test is starting in Milan next year. And so... Imagine the changes that are going to come with 5G, talking about bandwidth oh, and all that kind of yeah, stuff. That's going to be a whole, it's just going to get better and better and better. It's going to be, you're, you're going to have such little distortion going live anywhere. You can go live on the moon pretty much, you know. I mean, we're going to be, <laughs> we're going to be live streaming Elon Musk's journey to Mars with zero <laughs> pixelation. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> You can see that. I'm going to put Ross on the list to be the first person ejected into Mars. Yes, that's, that's, that'll be me. As soon as I finish shoveling snow here. Yeah. Ross, I'll see you in 6,000 years. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll be the first remote show from Mars. I like that. I like that. I love it. Yeah, big exclamation point from Carlos. But you know, this is this is something that I think more and more, more and more companies, more and more people. I mean, look at the universality of what you know Leland was talking about. Listen, is this rocket science, guys? Listen to your community. Really? Well, yeah, maybe that's not a bad idea. You know, I mean, especially the people who are actually creating. You know, who are going to be the advocates for what you do. It just seems like a no brainer. I wonder why these, these companies, there's gotta be some other variables in fact, but I mean, I love what Leland says and it seems like he's doing that, you know, in spades, right? He's really listening right. to the community. I love what he said about, you know, making sure that we understand what the type of broadcaster, what they implement, what their strategies, their intention, their purpose, right. what are the little idiosyncrasies that they, you know, will help them be better creators and better broadcasters, period. And Leland says you can get a free 14-day uh, trial of Vidpresso, no credit card required, and then get half off your first month with the code um, BCB Live. Uh, so that's nice. cool. Thanks for offering that to yes, our Liz, this is This is an everybody show. This is not a guy's guy's show. It's an everybody show. <laughs> we support we support all uh all backgrounds all genders we, we don't we don't discri i only discriminate against ross nobody yeah else. i'm the only one who gets it we've had uh great female and great male guests on our show um yeah we want we want and, and we'll continue to uh have Kim everybody Doyle. represented yeah. uh, i do want to want to mention that i think Another part of it is being present. Like it's not just about asking or pushing out content or whatever. It's about being present to hear the conversations that are going on. Are you turning just... into a mushy Professor Nez? No, my God, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I thought you were going there. Your voice changed. <laughs> no, no, but you look at what Be Live has done, right? And um, yeah. 
they have a group. And in that group, you can ask questions. You can get help. You can see what shows are going on, all that kind of stuff. Um, you look at um, they have a community manager. They have uh, different shows and stuff. So they're still they're they're a big player. Yes, it's their feature set is a big part of it. But the fact that they've been present um, and that they've been engaged with their users and they've listened to them and all that is big. And that's what I see that Vidpresso is doing by hiring somebody like Leland as well is is to really get a voice of the community in there and to have somebody who's going to be active in engaging the community. It's that, just that, that wasn't like too much like one of your sappy speeches. No, that was I, I stopped listening after the third syllable. Good, good. But good. you know, it's it's basically <laughs> I find your responses are better when you don't listen. <laughs> Miz says, you know I love to joke around. We love you, Miz. Yes. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's about taking the EGO out. Take your ego out. You know, I mean, uh, this is this is this is universal. This is evergreen, if you want to call it evergreen. But but it's it's like you know, I mean, having that sense of humility, having that sense of okay, let's really. This is all about understanding that hey, I have a lot to learn. You know, this could be an idea meritocracy. The best idea wins, right? Taking the ego out of the game. This is something I think is one of the it's the at the epicenter at the core of any successful endeavor or venture, whether it's a live streaming platform, whether it's a retail store, whether it's a university, whether it's, you know, a mom and pop Italian restaurant or it's a family idea meritocracy, I think, is a really big deal, meaning the best idea wins and being willing to listen to that. Take the ego out of it. I feel and I have a big ego, believe me. I mean, yeah. Russell vouch for that, <laughs> but, but, but I try, I really, really try. I mean, I'd be lying if I said it. I mean, anybody who thinks because their voice is slightly raspy from having a cold <laughs> that anybody in the world would care. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The women are flocking God. out of California to hear the guy. with. Now, the that I think about it, now that I think about it, you're right. That was pretty narcissistic, wasn't it? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. I, okay, I, but, you know, uh, I'm just going by experience. You know, I've heard a lot of people comment in that fashion. No, I'm kidding. But but here's the thing. Like, uh, looking like, at the chat, nobody's commented about it. But yeah, you know, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> God, nobody no, you, says this is a scientific survey. <laughs> but, 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 but the only way, this is the last thing, and I'll stop being mushy. <laughs> the only way that my Nez's consulting mushy business, moment. The only way that my online business has ever been able to thrive is my ability to really make my clients, my customers, my team, everybody feel like what they say has value, what they input is going to be heard, period. Yeah, it's it's also um I don't know, I had a point, but and I Did you I, really? Are you sure? Yeah, I listened to you for too long. See what see what happens? I, I start listening to you. you see that then, mush voice starts to yeah, encapsulate like, you and you, you get hypnotized. I, <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you, Kim. F finally somebody agrees. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> I, I don't know. What a great chat. What a great yeah. chat. We got some great people in the chat today. So good to see you guys. Really. So good to see you guys. What do you guys think? How are you gonna use Leave in the comments below. How are you going to use the new IG highlights? What do you think about what happened to FireTalk? Could this be a potential for other companies, for other industries? What are your What are your thoughts on that? We'd love to hear them. Uh, Ross, what did you want to? Did you Did you remember your point, or is it Is it still gone? 
No, you you just totally like emptied my brain with that. Uh, well, I guess once you stuff. turn once you turn eighty, things start to go sour. So I I totally <laughs> I empathize. Although although you know when the eighty and over games come, I am in good shape compared <laughs> to the competition. You don't look a day under ninety. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Uh, thank you thank you thank you're you. welcome you're welcome i always praise is, my co-host is, is there anything else you wanted to say before i before hey, i hey, cut with, your mic with friends like me who needs enemies <laughs> kim says now it's time to create more stories i'm going all in with video and we'll be implementing highlights uh yeah so it's i, I i'm about video I mean, Kim is such a big content creator and really believes that, that, you know, everything is content and content creation uh, is the way to go. And so if it's something that she's grasping on, you know that there's going to be value in it and, you know, that she's going to do it well. So Uh, welcome, Fernando. Good to see you. Yeah, I mean, video. It's. I'm telling you guys, I I can't tell you how many times I've been able to just my my YouTube channel, and I and I don't care what the numbers are, as far as like how what's the barometer of success, mm-hmm. but seeing people leave real people, by the way, real people leaving comments, <laughs> real clients, real individuals. We talked about automation, and we talked about that in a previous show. You should go check that out. You see what Ross you did? Yes, yeah, yeah. yes. And you see what you did? You chased Nazim away. He doesn't want to be a guest anymore because you're too harsh. <laughs> Nazim, Nazim, are you kidding me? I've had Nazim on my show. Nazim, <laughs> you would fit right in here. Nazim is great. No, Nazim tells the truth. Nazim told me, hey, Peter, you're doing way too much stuff. I love you, Nazim. You would be perfect for this. Are you kidding me? Did he tell you to stop the mushy talk? Yes, he did. Nazim's very wise. I haven't listened at all. <laughs> obviously, obviously. I just wanted to see if he, he gave you the advice. I, I can't tell you how many times I've had real people, R-E-A-L, <laughs> tell me your videos are what drew me. Your videos, being able to see you, hear you, personalize, contextualize. Yes, Kim, video, 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 live streaming, I think, is the Cadillac of video. You know, Doyle Brunson used to call No Limit Hold'em the Cadillac of poker. I call live streaming the Cadillac of video. Nice. You could put that on one of your quotes on Instagram. Can you quote (laughs) me? Oh, you want to talk about my Instagram? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad you cut back on the uh, mushy... uh, talk videos but uh you got a lot of quotes in there all of a sudden you've little you've left the original content game or what you know i you come across one of those sites where they have nothing but quotes for your instagram and you bought a subscription you said i better use it unlike you ross i actually check out and i actually you know i i I'm aware of what other people are posting, what other people are saying. It doesn't have to always come from me. I can appreciate a very valid, beautiful, inspiring saying. And I like to share that being the sensitive, you know, ingenious individual that I am. I like to share. (laughs) Is this over yet? Was that, was that mushy (laughs) enough for you? (laughs) And that is Nez's mushy moment. Nez is brought to you by other mushy. It's brought to you by IHOP. Find it at rossandnez.com. Shop into a Ross and Nez pancake coming to an IHOP near you. IHOP, if you're listening, you've got two of the best ambassadors on the planet. 
Hello. <laughs> and of course, you can find our podcast at rossandnez.com slash iTunes, rossandnez.com slash iTunes. And we'd love a subscription on YouTube, rossandnez.com slash YouTube. In fact, anywhere we are on social, just type rossandnez.com slash the platform, whether it's slash Facebook, slash Twitter, slash Instagram, and you can connect with us on line and and thanks so much for coming out to the show today on uh, monday afternoon it's great to see everybody um i did remember nez what i wanted to say Uh-oh. and what i wanted to Uh-oh. say Uh-oh. Was, good. for these for platforms and apps and developers and coders and anybody in business right you need to know what you don't know and you need to be able to recognize that the strength that allowed you to create that business isn't necessarily what's going to keep customers or help you go to the next level, right? So you can you can have coded the best platform or app in the world, but if communication with an audience isn't your best strength, then you need to bring in some people who can do that. And if at the same time, you're a salesperson or you're a communication person or a marketing person, maybe you were able to come up with the basic tech for an app or something, but at some point you're going to need a coder or you're going to need somebody who handles the technical side of things, right? So I I think um, a lot of these apps go wrong is they get to a certain point and they think they can do it without having to listen to their community or without having to assess the talent that they have on hand and say, how can we improve what we're able to do, whether it's our outreach? How can we do that better? How can we communicate better with our customers? How can we get more attention for ourselves in the press? Or, you know, how can we make sure our finances in order or make sure if we're going to have an IPO in a couple of years that we're doing all the documentation that we need and and all that kind of stuff. We're abiding by all the, you know, regulations and laws and all that. There's a lot that goes into business. And I think where some of these platforms went wrong was not saying, okay, we need people who know how to communicate, who are from this community, know how to communicate with this community. And, um, you know, that's why I'm very impressed by what BeLive and Vidpresso are doing by hiring community managers and, getting the dialogue going early on in their in their you know product life cycle and very well said and again that just further confirms doesn't it ross take the ego out of it know what you don't know and just be okay with that there's nothing wrong with not knowing i mean that's that's how you that's how you generate you know a new direction that's how you innovate that's how you adapt just know what you don't know pay attention to the people who are the practitioners of it watch what happens i mean I, I know that you and I both, we do a lot of content outside of mm-hmm. Ross and Nez too. And, I, and, and we love to ask you guys, by the way, watching, listening, what would you like to see more of on Ross and Nez? We don't really have a specific set time. I don't know. Maybe Mondays might be a good time because we're getting a lot of engagement here on Monday. But what would you guys think? Leave in the comments, DM us, email us at rossandnez at gmail.com. Or find us. We're all over social. Let us know what you, what really mm-hmm. you know strikes a chord with you, and what would you like to see more of. I know that you and I, Ross, we kind of pride ourselves on catering a show, a program, a content around what our audience really needs to hear, and and I think that's a great mm-hmm. way to to look at these platforms as well. 
and and what people are talking about or yeah. want to hear our opinions on or want to share their opinions on um i i think um while while all the the brightest minds right <laughs> always tell you it's all about evergreen content on video and it's all about evergreen content I I think there's a there's a certainly an important place for that in in a long term strategy for for developing your 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 online footprint and everything, but I don't think that's necessarily what serves the audience most. And I think what 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 serves the audience and what really inspires us is to talk about what we would be talking about if we were hanging out having lunch or at a bar or something like that. What aspects of of social media and live video and business would we be talking about? And I think that's, that's kind of our guide, but we'd love to know from you guys. And certainly if there are certain evergreen topics that you'd like to see us address or, you know, sometimes because we're kind of spontaneous, we'll just get into one of those topics in the middle of the show without, I was going to say, we sprinkle sprinkle evergreen all over our kind of current news or update or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, more kind of specific content. I think, I think that our, you know, we talked a lot about universality. We talked a lot about listening to the community. Right. I mean, that stuff hasn't changed for thousands of years. Right. right. I mean, right. if you're going to, if you're, if, if you want to grow as some type of entity, well, you can do that by yourself or you can actually be a real entity and have a large tribe following customer base, user base, what have you. Yeah, Leland says Monday. Leland gives us the thumbs up to stream. Is that and, is that uh, a sponsorship? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alfredo says I need to know what I don't know. It's, it's yes. very important. Very important. If and Alfredo, Ross and I don't know a lot, so don't no. worry about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot we don't know. <laughs> what I do know is that this has been a blast of an hour, and if you Always. enjoyed it too, and want more content like this. Do subscribe to our podcast. Leave us a review. It's at rossandnez.com slash iTunes. You can check out our website. Just drop the iTunes and go to rossandnez.com. But we would love a subscription and a review. If you like what you hear, rossandnez.com slash iTunes. And that wraps it up for episode number seven. Nez, in spite of it all, I, I really did have a good time with you. And, of course, it was awesome having Leland on. You can check out his book, bestliveguide.com. And we will be back with another episode of Ross and Nez soon. Have a great day, everybody. Take care, guys. Thank you. <laughs>